go that way. I'm different. <laughs> so that I can get to you. Yeah, thanks, Pastor Bruce. He knows how different I am. Hey, I'm not just the only peculiar person here. If you're a believer, right, in Jesus Christ, you're peculiar, the Bible says. That you are, you and I are set apart for the master's use. You and I are set apart for God to do through us what he wants to do. And we have an unusually blessed calling. We minister to anyone that moves. (laughs) But specifically, when God said to us, be a voice to children, be a voice for children, we knew that for the rest of our lives, we would be advocates for children. In no matter what country we're in, we honour God's heart for children and we do the best we can to promote them because Jesus also reminded us in Mark 10 that unless we be as a little child, not childish, childlike, like Kirby shared with us, we won't even enter the kingdom of heaven. So what does that look like for me as a, a grandmother, a wife, a minister, a mother, a sister, a contributor to our church, C3 Powerhouse Kiwana Waters, for our pastors John and Danielle, as a support. What does it look like to be a child of God and to continue to honour him when he asks us to do something without question? Just do it. Just be obedient and not second guess him. You see, my message today is God is doing a new thing. The funny thing in in the scripture in Isaiah is that it's so old. (laughs) It's thousands of years old. God spoke to Isaiah and he said, let's put it up. Jake, thanks. It says, behold, I do a new thing. I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And the word of God, children, when I say children, it's all of us. This message isn't just for little people. It was for me this morning as I was reviewing it and and just praying into it that God was saying to the Clancy's, I'm going to do a new thing. We were praying, Lord, may the people who've known us for 15 years see something fresh. See something of your spirit that's like now and you. Not just, oh, that's an old song. They've been doing that forever. No, no, no. There's a new song in the Clancy's. There's a new song in you. There's a new thing that God wants to do through you. And he's going to do it. And he says, I'm going to spring it forth. And it's now. It's today. And disappointments and things that haven't worked out, what are you going to do? You're going to let it go. You're going to let those things, I'm going to let those things go and leave them at the cross. You deal with that, God. But the new thing I want to move into, let's have a look at our family. Our family, when we first came here, I think our first grandson was just born. and Now he's 15. And so we have a, a legacy that we're so thankful to God for. Now, you might be in this room and you're single. You might be in this room and you've been through divorce and you're single. But the Bible says, I want you to know how powerful the church of the living Jesus Christ is. That he sets the solitary, the lonely into family. So all you have to do, 
Don't whinge about being lonely. Throw yourself into the purposes of God in your church and meet your family as you serve alongside one another. Or when you come to church, be that friendly person that just reaches out for others and God will fill your heart. And our family, we're blessed. We live on the Sunshine Coast together. And the whole story, some of the girls know from previous women conferences, my story. Brendan is Elizabeth's stepdad. And we've been married next year, 34 years. And God's done miracles, signs and wonders. And as we sang the song this morning about the promises of God, the Holy Spirit was saying to me, you're singing about breakthrough. What promise are you standing on so I can break through for you? And I went, whoa. Sometimes I sing songs that are prophetic, which that song about breakthrough is. And I just sing it without thinking. But God is challenging us to say, are you going to believe today that I'm going to do a new thing? Now it shall spring forth. Now it's going to come to pass. Today is the day of hope and salvation. And that's what he's saying to us through this message this morning. That's why we did an app. That's the new thing the Clancy's are doing. You can skip that, Jake, because we just want to move forward into the message. Have a look. In the 1800s, what was new? In the 1800s, these things were brand new. Wow. I know we weren't around then, but we have the ben- hey children. The third one in from your left in that is a camera. I know. They're like a camera? Hang on, I just thought it was on mum dad's iPhone. That's one of the first box cameras. And what's the thing that goes around your neck, Mason? Who uses a stethoscope? Oh, my goodness. Who uses stethoscopes? Doctors. Oh, my gosh. Let's give them a big clap. Yeah. Awesome. By the way, I don't come empty-handed. This is a downloadable card of our songs, but you can get them on our app anyway, right? Okay, let's look at the next one. The 1920s. The recliner chair. Who's got one of those and loves them? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. These things, the hairdryer, I used one this morning. Brendan didn't. Okay. Oh, yes, I did on my shoulders. (laughs) Too much information. And my legs. Okay, so look at that. The Band-Aid. Huh? These things were new things back in these days. What's next? In the 1950s, Barbie doll. Aha, Barbie. Where's Ken? I want to see. Credit cards. Hula hoops. Wow. Let's move on because we're going to get stuck if I stay. The 2000s. Okay, we move into the years 2000. Check out the things that were invented during that time. Facebook, 2004. My goodness. Next thing. And this one I just picked out is a, is a drone that gets... The, the plane is a drone. So somebody invented a, um, a plane that there's no pilot. It's, it's um, remote. 
but it can be sent in to areas to drop medical supplies into third world countries so that they can get medical help. Isn't it incredible? God is doing things through people. People think of these ideas. People aren't that smart. God is the creator. And God uses people to come up with witty inventions, ideas, things that what ultimately are there to make life better for others. Children, what are you going to do for God? What's he going to ask you to do for him? What idea are you going to do and change the world through God's presence and power? Because he wants to do a new thing. And the new thing isn't just for us. The new thing is to make life better for others. That's what making a difference means. Let's have a look at my thoughts for the scripture we've had a look at. Thanks, Jake. So it says, behold. What does it say? Behold. It means to stand in awe and amazement of God. Wow. Everybody say, wow. Wow. When we were walking through the streets of um, Adelaide Hills yesterday, it was a wow for me. Wow. Look at the flowers. We live in, in Queensland and we've got lots of wows up there. But there's so many wows around your world. Wow, I'm eternally grateful. What movie is that from? Oh, Toy Story. Okay. Oh, some of the adults knew. To live in the wow, behold. Behold. Behold the friendships that we have. Behold the church that we are in. Behold the city where we are. Behold the nation. Instead of being a whinger and complainer about what's not working in our country, we're, no, we're a church that beholds what is working and what we can pray into to make this land a better place. Let's look at the next one. Behold, number two, I will do, God says, a new thing, something novel, something original, something fresh and innovative. Innovative. I don't know. Innovative. 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 Number three. Now. Everybody say now. Now. It will spring forth. I said that before. God is into suddenlies. I heard somebody say it takes a long time for God to do something suddenly. (laughs) Right? And the longer I'm in this journey of faith, the waiting isn't as traumatic. When I was younger, I wanted it now, now, now. But what I understand is when God withholds or is waiting or wants me to press into Him, it's going to be better, it's going to be more impactful, and it's going to last. Amen. Thank you, Brendan. Okay. In the year 2000, God said, as we were stepping, we're in the inner city of Melbourne, reaching the children whose parents were on drugs and going through a lot of pressure and hard times. And God said to me when we were in a small place, we moved into the inner city, into a one-bedroom place so that we could reach the kids. And as I stepped across the threshold of that small place, God said, in your lifetime, you will reach 100 million children. Uh Uh-huh. I couldn't even comprehend it. Couldn't even get my head around that figure. And then he said, do you know there's 500 million children in China alone? 
And I'm like, China. And one of my assignments in my home church was to pray for China. I went into a garage in the church outside and we had a map of China. And for eight years, every Tuesday morning, my friend who's now in heaven, Marguerite and I would speak over China. And we would declare, China, Jesus loves you. China, you're going to break forth in freedom. And what I didn't know was that we would go to China. And for seven years, we've stepped into China and we've been ministering in there. And by faith, I don't know how many people we've reached so far. That's God's number. That's in his book. I can't keep an actual record. But I know in my heart, when I seed, when we seed... Kirby, how many children are you blessing in your lifetime? Does that account to my record, Lord? The seed that we sow into children and they go and do extraordinary things and they're reaching their friends and God's economy, God's numeral system is up to him. But one thing I do know, that he will do it. And this, the new thing for the Clancy's with the app, we, we, we have no idea what we're doing. But we do know one thing, that this is the way that God is going to help us reach 100 million children for him. So pray, 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 pray that that technology, that we learn quickly. We don't have a lot of time to learn quickly. Things are happening so fast. What's he going to do through you? What's he want to do through this church? Number four, shall you not know it? You see, God wants to show you what's coming. That's why the prophetic nature of his nature, shows you things to come, but he doesn't tell you everything. That's why faith is required. You've got to get on your knees and, God, what does that look like? God, I need you to lead us and guide us to show us the how-to. He doesn't keep secrets. He wants to talk with us. And that's what Jesus told the disciples in John 16. He said, God will tell you the secrets, the mysteries. The reason why I pray in tongues is to pray the mysteries of God so that they will happen on the earth. Do you not know it? And number five, my last thought, I even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. He makes things that seem impossible, possible. That's why he's God. And that's why we need him. And it's such an honour to be with you today to share this one scripture, this one thought that God wants to do the new. And I'm so excited that we're here in the history of this church with Parkside being birthed today. Yeah. That's a new thing. Watch out. Because when you stretch out and you stretch and you release the cream of your crop of this church and you send them out, God sends in people that will come alongside the vision of this house the vision, the heartbeat of your pastors and campus pastors and your leaders, and you say, I align myself with that? Awesome. So how about just close your eyes for a moment. I'm going to ask you uh, probably the, the biggest question I was ever asked when I was 15. When I was 15, I had no clue of who I was or why I was here. And somebody came to my Catholic convent girls' school, brought some youth, and then he asked a question, do you know Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God? 
And I thought, actually, no, I know religion. I've heard stories about him. But as a relational connection, no, I didn't. And he said, do you want to know Jesus? You might be here today and it's your first time and you're visiting and you just want to give your life to Christ. What does that mean? Surrender. Surrendering, doing things your own way and letting God lead you and let God into your heart so you can be born again and have a new life, new creation. The Bible says become a new creature in Christ. He loves you and he died for you. You might be here and you've come to church, but you know that you're not in relationship today. You feel distant from God. He hasn't gone anywhere. You have. And he says, come back to me. Or you just might need assurance. Am I going to make heaven? It's not about coming to church. It's about receiving salvation, a free gift that God has for each and every one of us. So as I look around the room, I want you to search your heart. Some of you say, Kathy, I know that I know. I'm going to heaven and I'm living for Jesus. But if you have a question mark, then you need to be included in this prayer. And you need to, to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that the Lord Jesus died for you. He rose from the dead and is coming again. Will you be ready? So as I look around the room, I'm going to ask you to join a prayer with me. I'm going to ask you to slip up your hand and say, Kathy, yes, I want to join in this prayer. And then we'll all say it together and we'll rejoice because your name will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life in heaven. So if you would like to be included in this salvation prayer, one, two, three, just put your hand in the air. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, thank you. Anyone else? Yep, four, five. Thank you, Jesus. You can put your six. You can put your hands down. Thank you, Lord. Is there anyone else? Is there anyone else? Just search your heart. Search your heart. Is there anyone else? That's six people that responded and put their hands up. Anyone else? Just for one more second, one more minute. Thank you, Lord. All right. Thank you, God. Those six people. We're going to stand together. Let's stand up and let's say this prayer. As if you're standing in front of God Himself, because He's here in this room. Close your eyes and say this prayer from your heart to your Father God. Let's say this. Father God. Father God. I thank you. I thank you. That you sent Jesus. You sent Jesus. To die for me. To die for To me. take away my sin. To take away my sin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For everything I've done wrong. For everything I've done wrong. I give my life to Jesus. I give my life to Jesus. I receive forgiveness. I receive forgiveness. And I thank you for the Holy Spirit. And I thank you for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come and fill me up. Holy Spirit, come and fill me up. I am born again. I am born again. By the power of the Holy Spirit. By the power of the In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big thank you. (laughs) 